Hi, I'm Rocco Stano, and welcome to Storymakers on Kid Lit TV. Today, I have Elaine Adams. Welcome, Elaine. Thank you so much. You are an author and a literacy advocate. Yes. Yes, and you do it very well. Because <laughs> we have all these uh, books, Legends of Orkney yes. and the Witches, witches of, of Orkney. Orkney. Yes. Oh, my. Witches, <laughs> all kinds of witches. So what is Orkney? Orkney is actually a real place, right? I use it in a fantastical magical realm in this context, but Orkney is a real place. There are some islands off the coast of Scotland mm -hmm. and they have all sorts of ancient history and stories around them from the olden, olden days. And a lot of what's called Norse mythology. And a lot of kids today know Norse mythology with the very handsome Chris Hemsworth and the Thor, the mighty Thor, mm -hmm. right? With his hammer. I um, mean, so those stories were, were told by an ancient civilization, culture, the Norse culture. And they made up all these characters and gods' names and creatures and magical things. And it's all sort of there in Orkney, as well as there was a whole, uh, set of, of folklore tales around witches. And I loved the idea of both mythology and witch folklore pulled together. And so I borrowed these islands of Orkney and I used them in the story. The Legends of Orkney, there are three books in the series. Yes. The Witches of Orkney is your new series. Well, it's just beginning. Yes, yes. yes. And the first book is The Blue Witch. And tell us a little bit about the Blue Witch. So in the Legends of Orkney series, you have this 12-year-old character, Sam Barron, right? And he's the son of a witch and the son of a god, the descendant of Odin. And so I thought, why not take a look at Sam's mother, right? His mother was a witch. And let's learn a little bit more about her when she was a nine-year-old witch growing up at the Tarkana Witch Academy. Oh. So it's really a lot of fun. The book is just so much fun because we get to see all the antics and things that go on at this sort of witch academy as Abigail um, is struggling to get a hold of her magic, to learn about her magic, and to learn what it takes to actually become a witch. She's very torn right now as to what kind of witch she wants to become. Did you research magic? Did you read books of magic? Yes. If you want to be an author, you have to know your research. You have to do a little bit of homework ahead of time, right? right. So because I was writing about Norse mythology, I have a stack of books in my office on all the Norse gods and their powers and the backstories behind them so that when you're writing the story, the ideas can flow more freely. That was really very interesting. Oh, thanks. Yes, and, and those are your middle grade books. Exactly. And you have your picture book. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Which is a series, yes. and the same character is in each of the books. Yeah. And his name is? His name is Georgie. And honestly, he's based on my dad. Uh, my dad was 95 a couple years ago, and he finally had slowed down. He lived a very long life, obviously. He was born and raised in the 1920s, right? And he began to tell me these stories. And probably one of my favorite ones was uh, about a circus horse. Mm -hmm. And he, had, he swears up and down that he had a circus horse named Roxy, and that it was a trained horse and it could paw the ground and actually count as some right. horses can be trained to do and so I was really so fortunate to be able to get those stories from him and to be able to write stories that children today could read and really maybe understand appreciate a little bit about what life was like you know so thief so is there a thief in each of the books yeah, that's what the kids always ask me. Does Georgie always steal, you know? And it's funny because the very first book was The Coal Thief, and that's the 
sort of the moral of the story is sort of like sometimes we do make mistakes, right? And Papa kind of helps him make the best of it and sort of really learn a very valuable life lesson. It's a really great story. And in The Egg Thief, it's a dog, right, a, that comes and steals all of Georgie's eggs one morning. And so it kind of talks a little bit about when we have chores and what right. that means and being responsible. And then to find out all your eggs are gone and you can't go back empty handed to mama, right? And so Buster takes Georgie on an adventure around town as they try to find eggs. So we have the book, The Circus Thief, yes. here. And do you have a favorite spread here? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. My illustrator did such an amazing job. Her name is Lauren Gallegos, uh -huh. and she's so talented. And I just love this spread here uh, because it really shows off the whole circus. Remember, in the 1920s, there really wasn't a lot of entertainment. Right. So if the circus came to town, this was exciting, you know, and you, you just would spend days, you know, dreaming about going there mm -hmm. and seeing all the amazing, magical, fantastical things. So I really give credit to my illustrator for bringing the circus to life and letting us really get a sense of what it was like then. We have a treat for our viewers. You did a read out loud of this book. Yes, I so did. So you can hear the story. And read see, by me, read and, by Elaine Adams herself. Yes, yes. And, and see all those great illustrations. Yes. You are a busy, busy person. This is true. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you know, with your books, your visits, your... Uh, so when do you get time to write? Ah, so writing is, is a daily sort of habit, right? If you're going to be a writer, you really need to sort of write every day. But here's the thing, I'm a mother, mm -hmm. so I have three boys, and so I've become used to sort of any sort of distraction doesn't bother me. You're used to chaos and noise. Mm -hmm. So I always say I can write anywhere, anytime. I write on a plane, I write in a hotel room, I write in my office, I write at home. A little bit every day, a little bit every day. That's how a book gets written. Thank you so much for visiting us here on uh, KidLit TV. Thanks for having me. And remember, until next time, read a book in any format.